Welcome to the Love Her Wild podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Carver, and I'm here to talk to you about all things spiritual, manifestation, happily ever after, and creating a life that you love, because I promise you can. Happy Monday, everybody. So, given that this is the week of Thanksgiving, I decided that today we are going to talk all about thankfulness and gratitude. And while we shouldn't need a holiday every year to remember to be thankful, it's a great excuse for me to talk about it here today. One of my favorite things that was passed to me from my parents was the idea of saying thank you, thank you, thank you. Now, saying it three times in a row was important, and whether that was my dad's OCD or it was a magic key to the universe, I'm not quite sure, but I will tell you that on the days that I wake up and say that, my day goes differently. When something great happens to me, I say thank you and immediately follow it up with more please. Because in doing that, You are just confirming to the universe, yes, great job, I want more of this. This is what I'm talking about. Every single time I sell a journal at 15 bucks a pop, I say thank you, more please. Every client that books, thank you, more please. And it really does start to alter the way that you see the world it alters the way that we live each day. And whether or not we realize it, all of those micro thank yous are raising our vibration bit by bit. Not in great leaps or bounds, but little tiny steps in an upward trajectory. I think that if we sat down every day or every week and really thought about what we have to be thankful for instead of focusing on the stress our lives would be so much better and i know that's a basic thing to say you're probably thinking brooke i've heard this a thousand times why am i listening to this podcast and that's fine but truly when i look back at the things that have changed my life in the biggest way they're the simplest things Gratitude, thankfulness, journaling. The simplest ideas, when put into practice, are the things that create the greatest change. Consistency. Small, annoying things that you really just don't want to focus on. You'd much rather have a quick fix. A diet pill that gives you your dream body. A six-week plan. A course you can take that will set you off into making $10,000 a month in just a couple weeks of work. But truly, the way that you will see the greatest change in your life are sticking to the basics. Waking up every morning, doing your meditations, saying the little mantras that you've come to love, whatever they are for you. Please bring me the opportunities that create the best version of me. That's one of my favorites. And I can tell you what, on the days that I start with that, 
I notice such a greater difference in the way my day goes, in the aligned action I take, in the circumstances that follow me around, the doors that fly open as I fall through them. And so today, instead of going back and talking to your past self or thinking through all of the different things that you're going through, I want us to focus on the good. It's hard to accept change or to live in gratitude while amidst a great hard life lesson. But truly, every day, there is so much to be grateful for. Some of the happiest, most vibrant people I know don't have what I consider to be an easy life. They just choose to see their life through a lens of happiness and joy. They choose to see the good when a lot of people would only see the bad. And so amidst my own life lesson that we're currently trudging through, I started out feeling like I was at the bottom of a mountain, looking up into the sky without a peak in sight. I was crippled with the weight of the work that lied ahead. And instead, I took my own advice. I began. I started. And I started shifting my focus to the now. To finding happiness in the moments right now. Finding joy in the monotonous tasks. I noticed a definite difference in doing the same work when shifting my outlook. We had to take all of our belongings off of the boat and had to clean each item one by one as to disinfect it and yada yada, long story. One of the days my sister came and it's back-breaking work. You're outside in the sun on the dock bent over all day long. It's exhausting and monotonous. Not hard, but monotonous and exhausting. The day that she was there, we laughed the whole day. Awkwardly throwing things off the dock on accident and watching kitchen plates sink to the bottom of the ocean. Whatever it is, her and I giggled and cry-laughed our way through eight hours of cleaning in the sun. And the next weekend, my husband was inside working and I again was outside doing the same thing over again, but this time I had no company. And instead of laughing and giggling and chatting, all I could do was focus on the task at hand, focus on the minutes that were dragging by and how much I dreaded all of the work that was to come. In those two scenarios, I put in the same amount of work. And one day sticks out in my mind as a joyous and happy day. And the other, just a really hard day that ended with a sore back. The only difference between the two days was mindset. And while yes, having company does up the mood a lot. A little music. Maybe a little hard kombucha. I don't know. But my mindset 
when shifted to the positive and instead of looking at each thing like a mountain of work, but progress. Today I'm making progress. Look how much we got done, not look how much more there is to do. Small shifts like that in your mindset will change your life. Because newsflash, there's always going to be something. And why is it that 90% of our lives can be going great and we focus on the 10 that isn't? My life before I met my husband, relationship aside, was fantastic. I bought a house by myself. I built a business from the ground up that pays all of my bills. I have a family that I love, a great relationship with my sister and my close friends, a workout routine that makes me feel strong. For all intents and purposes, my life was perfect. But all I could focus on was the lack of a person standing next to me. The lack of a hand to hold when things got hard. And so that mindset had to shift. Instead of looking at the big hole in the bed next to me at night, I woke up so thankful for the bed, for the room that the bed was inside, for the house that contained both of those things. Grateful for a body that let me get up and go to the gym and lift heavy things, a business that I had built from the ground up. I started focusing on all of the good and suddenly the bad shrunk until it was out of sight. And only then did my vibration start to raise. And quickly, might I add. And all of the things I ever wanted started flying towards me. I watch friends, acquaintances, people who always focus on the negative. We all have those friends, right? Every time you talk to them, hey, how are you? Oh, I'm fine. It doesn't matter how good their life is in any given moment. They find the bad. And they always will. Things in motion stay in motion. If you are pushing your momentum towards negative, you will continue to find more negative. And if you push your focus towards the positive, you will continue to find more positive. And more positive will find you. You are a magnet to your thoughts. When you start thinking things, it's like you flick on a radio wave signal and all of a sudden more of that same is being drawn to you. I'm so lonely, I'm so sad, draws in more lonely and more sad. I'm so hopeful and so strong. That is where you start. In the book, Ask and It is Given, it says that if you can think of one happy thing for a total of 17 seconds, it will completely change the trajectory of your thought process. It will click you into a higher vibration and it will lead immediately to another happy thought. So if you find yourself feeling sad or complaining or being all riled up about something, do yourself a favor and find something that you find gratitude in 
or that makes you smile. Something as simple as the hibiscus flower that's blooming right outside my window. As the cup of coffee sitting next to me that my husband made while I was at the gym with my dad. One positive thing to focus on. You know when you're learning to walk on a balance beam or something narrow and they say that instead of looking at your feet or looking where you don't want to go, look to where you want to go because your feet will follow. If you look five or ten feet ahead of you on the beam and just keep walking, your feet will land exactly where they are meant to land. And if instead your sights are on the water where you don't want to end up as you're walking over you will likely fall. Same with skiing. If you look at the trees you're trying not to hit, you're going to hit the trees. But if instead you look at the clearing between them, zoom, there you go. And so if we look at our life in that same way, if we keep our focus on the good, we keep the focus on where we're going instead of where we wish we weren't, our feet will follow. Alignment will follow. Manifestations will follow. You just keep your eyes set on the horizon. On what you know is coming for you. On the ease that you can't wait to feel. The minute that I stopped focusing on how hard this lesson is and started focusing on what I was grateful for, My mentality around it all changed overnight. Things started falling together overnight. And everything we have needed has been there since this entire thing started. Next time you find yourself getting frustrated or focusing on how hard the lesson is, how much work there is to do, how far you haven't yet come Remember the balance beam. Remember the log that you're walking across as you cross a stream, on a hike, whatever it is. Think of that thing. Think of the thing that you are balancing on. And remember to keep your sights on where you are going, not where you don't want to fall. You can do it. And what a better week to do it than this week. A time when hopefully lots of families are getting together, or friends, chosen family, and you get to spend quality time with people you love and give thanks. And if instead you're saddened because you missed someone, someone is lost, someone has passed, or you've just broken up with someone you care deeply about, And the holidays just bring you great sadness. I urge you to find one good thing to focus your gaze upon today. It doesn't have to be big or monumental. It can be a warm cup of coffee. It can be a new pair of fleece-lined leggings you bought off of Amazon that make you feel nice and warm and cozy. Find one thing and focus on it. And after 17 seconds, see if you can find one more happy thing. Again and again and again. And even if it's not happy, make it something that's not sad. 
one step up. You don't have to leap from grief or sadness all the way to joy. But just try to crawl out of sadness. Find something neutral. Go watch Instagram videos of puppies playing. And if you can, this week, anytime you find yourself thinking negative, focusing on the lack or afraid of the work that lies before you, instead try and focus on the good, on what you have to be grateful for, on what you have already accomplished, and keep putting those feet one foot in front of the other. I believe in you. Have the best week ever. I'll talk to y'all soon. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of the Love Her Wild podcast. If today resonated with you in any way, shoot me a comment. Tell me how you feel. I'd love to help if I can. And if you think that this would resonate with any of your friends, share away because I'm trying to reach as many of you as I possibly can. Go make your life great.